Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome back to another episode on the Deal Journeys podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys back. And today, I'm actually going to be doing a review on the happiness advantage. So I'm going to start a series of uh, reviewing books because it's a good way for me to reflect on the book. And also, hopefully, it gives you a better grasp of what the book's about and may... um, may encourage you to give it a try because I've found there's uh, a lot of books out there but you never you necessarily don't know which ones would best work with you and um, underlining getting a few messages from it before you actually read the book so then it helps with you uh, digesting it so yeah I really wanted to start it off with the happiness advantage and how it all started for me is I get a lot of um, I meet a lot of people uh, Let me reword that. So I love to meet new people and they obviously recommend me uh, trialing different books and stuff like that. So a guy called Billy Meeks, he's a uh, professional rugby player located in Melbourne and he recommended this book, The Happiness Advantage. So I'm going to run you through the seven main principles that it talks about and then hopefully just really summarize it in each two-minute point. Um, So then you can grab something from it and it might just make you a little bit happier today. So the first principle of the happiness advantage is about like positive psychology. So instead of narrowing our actions down to fight or flight as negative emotions do, positive ones broaden the amount of possibilities we process, making us more thoughtful, creative and open to new ideas. So if you always are thinking positive, then more things manifest from it. So there's more creativity, there's more flow, there's more new ideas coming. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. As if you want to be a business owner, if you want to do your own thing, you got to be thinking creative. You can't be going the same route. So the way that we do that is become a more positive person. So it's just changing our psychology. Um, and breaking down happiness into measure, measurable components. So, um, Sean speaks about how happiness is the joy we feel striving after potential. So, if you're striving for something and you really want it, happiness is a byproduct of that. Because when you're doing something that you are really passionate about, Most of the time, it makes you very happy and that's what it's all about. And another little bit about that, happiness is not just a mood, it's a work ethic. So you got to work on it daily. Whenever you're in a bad mood or a bad situation, it's how quickly can you flip your mindset to think positive or how do you stay positive the whole day? And it comes a lot to the people that you hang around and also what you're doing with your life. And honestly, you can do anything with your life. You can be a cleaner and you can still be happier than that lawyer making $500,000 a year because it's how you perceive work and how you... Because the cleaner might have an underlying mission to be the best cleaner in the world or he's putting food on the table for his family and his um, past parents didn't even have a job or they were um, murdered or something along those lines that's a bit negative. But um, they're just grateful for their position, which leads me to the next principle, which is gratefulness, gratitude. So 
I encourage you right now to write down three things that you were grateful for and keep this habit for 30 days. It says 21 days to form the habit, but 60 days to maintain it. But I feel like there's a little sweet spot. I've been testing it out probably the past six months and I find if I do it 30 days in a row, it works. So write down three things you're grateful for every single day. It can be as weird as I'm grateful for you know, uh, coffee. I'm grateful for... Uh, you know, my drums, I'm grateful for this book, I'm grateful for this podcast, I'm grateful for my health, my family, whatever it may be, as weird as your mind keeps telling yourself, oh, I shouldn't be grateful for that, you should be, you should be grateful for your arm, you should be grateful for your fingers, some people don't have that, so um, it's nothing is, nothing can, you can never be grateful for nothing, so yeah, that's a little bit about it. And I thought I'd chuck one in, how to improve your mood and raise your happiness throughout the day. So another one is meditation. I find meditation just makes me to clear my mind, really get rid of all the shit that's gone through my head and almost start the day as a new refreshing day. I might wake up a bit de-energized. I go have a an energy uh, meditation. I'll put the link in the one that I use. It's just on uh, Spotify, and it's a great little podcast. I mean, a great little uh, meditation because I'm a person who struggles to meditate, but this is a really good one. So, for any of those struggling meditationers out there, well, this one's for you. Um, so yeah, neuroscientists have found that monks who spend years meditating actually grow their prefrontal their prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain most responsible for feeling happy. So if you want to be more happy, do a bit more meditation. You grow that prefrontal cortex, which is the main thing that we need to increase our happiness. And then that will just align you with a lot more happiness. And for sure, like when I meditate, it is tough. It's like anything, anything that is good that you want good in your life, it's going to be hard to get. So it's like um, it's like building muscle. You got to work at it every single day. So you got to work at that meditation every single day. So another little tip is to find something to look forward to. So um, it might be after one hour of studying, you get to watch five minutes of YouTube. It might be at the end of the week, you plan an event with a friend and you look forward to that. When times are tough, you think about that. Or you have an underlining goal you want to get to in three months and whenever you feel like giving up, you think, oh, I'm looking forward to that day. I know I'm going to really enjoy that even though right now I'm not necessarily enjoying it. But if I can flip my mindset to think, oh, yeah, I'm in that shoe, then that's how you do it, okay? And another one is active kindness. Kindness is amazing. I've found if I simply give someone a smile, a little hello, you feel good, they feel good, I encourage you, if you're outside right now, smile to the person in front of you and they will smile right back at you. Otherwise, they got something wrong with them and I just definitely recommend it. So pick one day a week and make a point of committing to five acts of kindness. For me, I wouldn't really recommend that. I would just do it every single day, just a little act of kindness, whether it be smiling at someone. I treat that as an act of kindness because there's not enough people smiling in the world. Honestly, everyone takes it a bit too serious. 
Um, also infusing positivity into your surroundings. So studies have shown that the less negative TV we watch, specifically violent media, the happy we are. So that's a huge thing. The past eight months, I haven't watched any modern TV. When I mean modern TV, I mean like the news and everything like that. Because at the end of the day, it's all negative. It's all people dying. It's all all just death, 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 death. And it makes you feel like, fuck, the world's going to end type thing, you know? So what I would recommend is you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you've got podcasts. You can almost create your own news in a way, what you filter and what you want in your life. So if you want positive news, you can get it. You just don't have to watch TV to get the news. It is the... It is 2019, guys. It is not 2000 when all we had was the TV. We have got phones. We've got laptops. We've got podcasts now. We've got YouTube. You can watch your own type of news you want to be. So for me, I listen to podcasts. I read books. And that's how I get my news. I don't... And social media, sorry. And Instagram. That's how I get my news. It's freaking amazing. How cool is that? We can create curate our own news. So another one is exercise. Exercise is so essential into my life. If I'm not exercising, then I'm not the same. I've honestly got to start every morning with some form of physical activity, whether it's running, even if I'm not feeling like running, walking, just going for a walk and listening to a podcast or listening to a book. And then almost even going for a swim or a surf, just something to get the body moving. It's simple as getting the body moving. You'll feel amazing. And then exercise a signature strength. So whatever it may be, what even more fulfilling than using a skill though is exercising a strength of character, a trait that is deeply embedded in who we are. So that strength could be, you know, I love, I love to go surfing or I love to play that guitar and just really work at it every single day, integrate it maybe 10 to 20 minutes or even 30 minutes into your day. Now watch, watch how much happier you become. So that's, that's um, some five key pointers. But the next one is all about the Tetris effect. Sorry, the Tetris effect which is really interesting. So the Tetris effect is that constantly scanning the world for negative comes with a great cost. It uncuts our creativity, raises our stress levels and lowers our motivation and ability to accomplish goals. So the Tetris effect, it's like internal blindness. If it's not your age or what you're doing for a living, it's the training and consistency that counts. When you write down a list of three good things that happen the day, your brain will be forced to scan the last 24 hours for potential positive ones. Things that brought small or large laughs, feeling of accomplishment at work, a strengthened connection with family, and a glimmer of hope for the future. I do this every single night before I go to bed. I write down three things good that happened in my life. And it makes you think, Oh, yeah, what was good? What was that? Oh, yeah, that. Oh, I completely forgot about that. And then when you go to bed, you have positive dreams. You manifest what you want in life. And then it is amazing what you can do. So the Tetris effect is all about thinking positive, And it's a knock-on effect to other people. And it's a great one. So falling up. 
studies, you know, they have shown that if we are able to conceive of a failure as an opportunity for growth, we are more likely to experience that growth. So, for example, I went to America. I, I, uh, I failed. I did not get to where I wanted to go. But I treated it as an opportunity to grow. I, I really grasped it. I grasped. Sorry, I really grasped it. And I got a lot from it because I learned how to cook. I learned how to do my washing. I learned social skills. I learned what a negative environment is. You think about all the things you got from it. Instead of turning it into, oh, I stuffed up. You know, I couldn't even do it. All that kind of stuff. That's just negative. Sometimes your darkest day or your your most negative thought can be a blessing in disguise. It can make you into the person you are and it can be the wake-up call that you're waiting for. So that's a little one about the Tetris effect. Um, the Zorro Circle. One of the strongest drivers of both well-being and performance is feeling that we are in control and that we are masters of our own fate at work and home. So that's a big one, the Zorro Circle. Small successes can add up to major achievements. All it takes is drawing the first circle in the sand. So that's it. you just got to start. You've honestly just got to start and that's how you keep growing and you become a better person in whatever you want to do. So principle six, the 22nd rule, um, the reason so many of us have trouble sustaining change is because we try to rely on willpower. Willpower only lasts for a certain amount of time. I'll live, I'll leave, I'll bring you in a little secret. When I was in America, I had never, I had only once experienced weed. And when I went over there, I had strong willpower for about three weeks. And when you're in a house of uh, potheads, I did not know I was going to be a house of potheads. I was in a water polo house and it turned into a pothouse. But there's only so much you can keep saying no in your environment. So I encourage you to really take a step back if you are in a negative environment right now and really just try and deter yourself or get out of there and leave. And if you feel trapped, there's always a way. You can always speak to someone. You can always... Try and eliminate the time that you're around them. There's different ways of going about it. And if you do, um, if you are struggling or anything like that mentally, then there's so many. um, See, a lot of people would say there's a lot of helplines out there. But for me, um, for me, what I recommend is I have been, sorry, my phone just went off and I'm going to turn it off. Anyway, so there's been a lot of people would say, oh yeah, go on the helpline type thing. But to be honest with you, I would never call up a helpline. Um, I don't know, it's just me. But what I would recommend doing is reaching out to a local um, person that you put on, uh, not a pedestal, you put, you speak highly of. So it might be someone who's a bit, you know, personally developed, uh, a lot of personal growth. And just ask them, mate, can I just catch up for coffee or excuse me, miss, can I catch up for coffee and just have a chat with them? They are going to help you and you don't even need to talk about your mental health issues or whatever it may be. It'll just make you feel good and they might even um, naturally come up or something like that. So yeah, that's a, a lot of people disagree with me on that one, but I found that's what's worked for me and this is all about things that I've done and not, um, not just saying do it, 
because everyone else does it. I'm just saying what works for me. So yeah, don't quote me on that, but hey, if if that helps out one person, that's um, one person that's better off in this world. So yeah, and then social investment. So the more social support you have, the happier you are. So honestly, that leads back to that last one. The people that you're around, if they're happy, if they've got a um, willingness to learn, they got energy and they're authentic, and that's going to be awesome. That's the people you want to hang around. That was the biggest shift for me when leaving school. I had all my mates, um, all party animals, and I was a party animal too. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it too. <laughs> but at the end of the day, when I as hard as it's very hard. Like I, I still get, I don't get sad about it. But I, I definitely, um, it's a harsh reality for a lot of young people out there realizing that your school friends aren't going to be there forever. And it's, um, it's something that the quicker you come to reality with, the better. And the more you can grow, the more you can meet more people, the more you can find out who your type of crowd is. So yeah, that's another one. And just go out there and meet new people and also bring the energy that you want to attract so be the energy that you want to attract whatever it may be high energy people mediocre people whatever so that's the end of the review i hope you guys enjoyed it what i really got out of it is that if you keep thinking positive you know positive things are going to come so there's a few little tips and tricks but that's all the nuts and bolts of the book and i really hope that you got something out of this little review if you did enjoy it please send me a message or if you've got some feedback to give me that would be awesome because i believe the quickest way to grow anything is feedback so that's another thing letting go of your ego and just um learning from that and i'll leave you with this one the most successful people in work and in life believe that their actions have a direct effect on their outcomes so enjoy it guys i really hope you got something from it and join in next time as i interview the owner of life cycle i'm sure you've seen it on my instagram stories the mushrooms what are they what's it all about i'm going to let you guys know in this podcast so stay tuned very exciting one so have a listen and get excited so guys i actually completely forgot it was a book review and I didn't even say whether I recommend the book to you guys, but definitely I recommend the book to all of you because it's a very positive one. So I think we all need a bit more positivity in our life and I think it reinstalls what you should be doing and to hear it again I don't think it will harm you. I think it will benefit you. So I honestly would recommend getting the book. And if you are looking at getting the book, um, there's a link down below. Um, I, I'm not affiliated with the book, but I'm going to try and like start being affiliated with it because you know it'd be cool to make some side money and stuff like that. I'm just being very transparent and honest with you guys. Because I believe it's so important to be honest no matter what the situation is. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next time as I'll create another book review. So here's the start of the book review. You.